0: Guys. Hey, it's Kendra. It's Maria though. And it's Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll work right. on it. Yeah, we'll work like on it. We'll get there. Give
1: us a break. Um, why is it red? It's always red. Yeah. Never mind. Just yeah. So yeah. We, got we got we're, it. We got it.
0: We got it. Yeah. Just um, still figuring out this slow podcast I boy. Know. Anyways, welcome back, guys. Welcome. So, yeah. What are we going to
1: complain about today? Because I think that's kind of <laughs> just where it's gone.
0: I feel like we have a laundry list of things we could complain about.
1: Let's start with the most recent series of events. Uh, when I was at work and I was charged and Kendra was not. And we had a fucking lockdown.
0: Oh, Which just yeah. threw
1: everyone's day off. Yes. So, yep, I just had to be charged that day. Did not have patience, <laughs> thank God. But essentially what it was, was, okay, like I was sitting up front at the charge desk and security came up like frantic, which they always are. So I was like, I'm not going to take this to heart. And he was like, do you have any visitors up here? Like gray sweatpants, blah, blah, And I was like, I don't know, did they specify our floor? And he's like, oh, I said, no, like we don't know where he is. He's in gray sweatpants, gray hoodie, and he has two guns at his hip. And I was like, uh, no. So this guy, then he just bolts off and I was like, Okay, okay. okay. Well, Can I tell like I'm at home and I we have like a
0: we get calls from our yeah. organization. And so I get a call and I let it go to voicemail cuz sometimes it's like, "Oh, this is just a test." Yeah. But I listen to it and it's like um active threat, yeah. man scene with t- with multiple weapons or something. Yeah, so something I'm like, like mm, "Okay."
1: So then Yeah. So he leaves and I'm like, "Cool. So I'm going to shut the doors." And then they, then they officially called, like, a lockdown. So it kind of locks our doors anyway. Um, so, yeah, so I'm charged. I'm like, I don't know what to do because I've never been in this situation. Like, do I find cover somewhere? Like, what do I do? Like, right. no one knew what the hell was going on, which is fair. <clears throat> so one of our other coworkers um, called, and she was like, hey, like, I'm, I'm changing a PCA syringe. Like, can you come help me? So that's like, fine. So I walked to the end of the hall, and I'm just about at the door, and I see two security guys – With guns drawn, walking from the elevator, which is, like, two doors down from the patient's room. And he's like, get in the room, close the door, don't leave. I'm like, okay, well, I gotta go in this room anyway, like that's where I was. So we went in there, we changed the syringe. This guy's good to go. This is probably the best case scenario for this patient to have just got a fresh (laughs) syringe (laughs) in his PCA. PCA. He's like, okay. (laughs) So then me and that nurse are just standing in the room, like... Okay, what do we do? We're making like small talk, and then it just becomes awkward because this patient's not very chatty, and so when he like it's so awkward.
0: He's just like just leave so I could dose myself. Right, and, <laughs> and
1: so we were looking out like the little window we have in the room, and she was like, "I think the supply room is like right across from here. Like, let's go in there because it was just getting really uncomfortable." Okay, well, sorry that was just my phone <laughs> letting me know that our Chipotle orders on the way. Chipotle. Chipotle. Okay. Um. And so, yeah. So, we're in there. So, we're like, fuck it. Like, let's just run across the supply room because there's no windows and both doors locked. So, we get in there and there's already two people in there. So, we're just kind of chilling. One girl who actually was floating from another unit was like in the corner crying. I'm not even kidding. Seriously? I'm not even kidding. Oh she God. was very emotional, which...
0: I mean Under, it's, you know it's,
1: it's can be you scary. never know okay
0: so at this point I get another phone call that says that there is an active shooter on campus yeah so I am like texting my my work peeps and just like what the fuck is yeah happening okay
1: yeah so at this point we're sitting in the supply room and it is like you know it's really I don't know what's happening and we're locked in hospital and people are fucking crazy and who right, even knows it? right. I mean, if it's a real threat. You have to treat it like a real threat. So we're sitting I in mean, there. I mean, literally anything can happen nowadays, yeah. so wouldn't true, it wouldn't be know. surprising. Exactly. So we're sitting in there, sitting in there. It's like hours. And then, you know, just because we have nothing else to do, and the particular nurse that I was with is very jokey. So we were in the room. We were like, everyone's hey, in the supply room. She was like, oh my god, is it bad? Like, I should have peed before we came in here. So I was like... Oh, my God. Actually, we're so perfect. We have briefs. I can put a Foley in you. We have a urinal if you can figure out how to use that. Like, we're joking around. This other nurse is in the corner crying. Probably shouldn't make a joke out of it. But, like, like this podcast, you're going to make jokes out of, like, shit situations. So, yeah. So, we're sitting there. And they keep making announcements over, like, the speaker. And they're, like, continue to, like, hold cover or whatever they said. Like, stay where you are. Do not wander in the halls. Blah, blah, blah. All this stuff. So, we're sitting in there. And just like this goes, this kind of goes to another topic. I don't know if we already addressed is like these entitled family members and patients. So I hear like we're in the supply room and they literally made the announcement overhead so everyone can hear it, including these patients and their families, like to stay in there and whatever. So I hear a family member, like a patient's wife, and she comes out, she goes, I don't care what's going on. You guys still need to do your jobs.
0: And I was Are like, you kidding? I'm not
1: kidding. Did I not tell you that? No. Yeah. Yeah. So I heard that from the door, and I'm like, ah, okay. Well, I'm not. And it's just like it's it's that kind of shit, you know? Yeah. Mind you, they should have been staying in their room too, but whatever. Um, so then they they make the announcement again, and then they give us like an all clear. I don't know when I texted you like 9:45. Yeah,
0: how long did this go on for? I don't like know, when did two it? Two
1: hours? Because I think it was like 7:40 that it started. Like you had to like be locked in the supply room yeah. for two hours. Mm-hmm holy shit, dude. And you know what's super stressful is that, I mean, it was already, like, just a stressful day, because still at that point, no one really knew what was going on, right. so they call it an all-clear. But it sucks, because the first thing you think of, everyone, everyone is coming out of the rooms, coming out of, like, the supplier or the med room, and they're like, I am so behind. Like, right. that's, it sucks. That's the priority, is you right. come out, and you're like, I'm two hours delayed on my meds. I'm two hours late on this. Right. I have right, pain right. meds that I was supposed to bring in before all this happened, now the patient's gonna yell at me. Like, that should
0: not be your main focus after just being on lockdown for a potential threat.
1: Also, and then I I will get to the actual reason, (laughs) but I just want to throw this in there because I think I told you already, but I'm just going to say because it's it's so typical, but there's a particular nurse that we work with who's not a great person, and to be honest, she's not a great nurse. No. But this lady, woman, lady, like, loves Jesus. Woman lady. Woman lady. Loves (laughs) Jesus wrong with that that's no. fine no. Yeah. but she just completely ignored all of the like announcements to stay cover this and that and she's wandering the hallways and you know one of the doctors came to me and was kind of like joking around and he goes oh haha like where did you hide I was like oh I was in the supply room and this nurse was like um I was staying out here doing my job blah blah, blah. and I was like and I don't know who said it because it wasn't me because I just didn't care enough was like okay. Well, they called like a lockdown. Like you're supposed to be in a room. And she was like, "Jesus will save me." Yeah. Okay, yeah. but if you got shot, was that also Jesus's decision? Like, yeah, right, don't, right. Don't, Is that on him to save you? Like, come on.
0: Isn't it enough? Like the warning signs. That's his call to you.
1: To but like... also like just.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just follow but also basic yes. rules. It's also like you. Sh- like if there was a like a real active situation like that you are also putting all your other co-workers in jeopardy because if you were wandering the halls and an active shooter shot you or threatened to shoot you and took your badge anybody that was hiding behind a badge locked door is 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 now fucked yeah Yeah, because because you still had your job to do yeah like you know this is this for the safety of Of our patients, the rest of the staff, like, everybody else as well. Like, it is not just about you. Yeah, it... Yeah. And she's just... And Jesus, apparently. I think Jesus was hiding. As he should have in an active shooter situation. Correct. Yes. Like... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... That's just not
1: appropriate. Also, I'm just gonna say it with utmost confidence... She sucks as a nurse.
0: <laughs> so the fact
1: that you're like, I was out here doing my job. Oh, that's funny. Because you don't even do your job when there is no active shooter. Right. right. Oh, that's oh. a first. And also, let me also say this. The the nurse that I was with in the patient's room and then the supply room, her patient, and this I think this is a reason why um, the whole lockdown was extended longer than it should have been, is because um, this nurse's patient... I don't even think she was confused. She called her daughter and said, there's an active shooter and no one's doing anything okay, about it. Okay, okay, okay. Do you so remember that? What, yes, but why don't you, like, say what really happened? Okay, so what actually happened, yeah, I probably should. Yeah, 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 that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, here in Colorado, there is a Supermax prison, which... I mean, super max security prison. Wait. And we had an inmate. I don't remember what floor they were on. It wasn't our floor. No. And so they have to have a security detail and the security, um, I don't know if they're in the room or outside the room, whatever. They have to be there at all times. And they kind of, they do change of shifts just like we do. Yeah. So they had like an overnight security guard. And I guess what happened is the security guard went to our cafeteria yeah. after he did shift. Well, he, he taken
0: shift. out off his like uniform. No, and they pack. don't
1: wear uniforms oh yep. that was the problem that. yes okay and that's what i heard that's what uh one of the doctors told me but so yeah so he was sitting in the cafeteria and yeah i i he had found out guns on his hip he had two guns one on either hip. was not in uniform was in a gray sweatshirt and gray hoodie and was just sitting in the cafeteria and one of like i think it was an np i think they said in the report was like hey like they called security and was like hey like I don't know, there's a guy sitting in the middle of the cafeteria, he's two guns, like he doesn't have a badge or anything, like I don't know what the fuck this is, and this is horrible, but our security is not really fast, (laughs) so you would think that in the time that she called and they got there, like he would still be there, however he wasn't, and so he had left, so to security they were like, oh my god, there's a guy with two guns wandering. Well, and then they looked at video and saw that that was true, that there was a guy with two guns.
0: Yeah. And then, so then security, I guess, is running around the hospital trying yeah, to tell telling deal everyone with this. that, yeah. yes. And then this patient calls her daughter and says that there's an active shooter.
1: So then the daughter, what, calls the, the police? The daughter calls the police and says, and this is, like, our kind of sister, sister building that's, like, attached to us, but it's, like, not inpatient units or something. It's, like, outpatient. And she was like, there's an active shooter in this building. So then that kind of diverts the police to that part of the hospital building area and so it gets delayed and then I don't I actually don't know how it was figured out like oh this is what happened because the guy had left the hospital because he had his fucking breakfast after working probably a 12-hour shift overnight I mean and left I just like I
0: don't understand why (laughs) in the first place it wasn't like on security's radar like, oh, we have an inmate in the building. Yeah. Let's
1: check in with the security guard. Especially if you're bringing guns because we have a huge sign that says no weapons in exactly. this building. exactly And I'm, I'm just, got, okay. He walked
0: he, through the front door and no one else saw him until he was eating breakfast in the cafeteria. Yeah, 12 hours later. And I'm
1: sorry, but like, what? You didn't <laughs> check in with security? Yes. You didn't say, yeah. hey, I'm bringing, oh, so you have two guns. What the fuck do you uh, need your guns for in the hospital? Are you going to shoot up the place? Why do you need two? You're in the I think, ho- Like, I, I don't get it. I think it's
0: probably protocol because it's an inmate. Like, and if you're in a super max prison, it's probably a violent inmate. I think it's protocol. Like, and, and I think that that's, that's fine. If we have a prison inmate there, I would rather the guards be armed than but not. protocol
1: is also check in and let someone know you're I'm bringing sure, but, in two guns. But
0: I'm sure that they knew. This is what, the point I'm trying to get around. I'm sure that they knew. And our security is just (laughs) like, like, oh, like completely forgot that there could possibly be a reason for there being guns on campus. Yeah.
1: And also, come on, guys. You're not going to wear uniforms. Why is that not... There should be something. There there should be
0: a, a badge of some kind identifying yourself. Yeah. Like, I mean... Something. I also understand. Who are you
1: keeping that a secret from? I think the inmate knows you're from his facility. Right, right. Like, or if,
0: like, if you're going to have breakfast after your shift, go put your guns in your car or something. Or, like, have a bag or, like, something. Like, I just don't think it's appropriate to walk around the hospital with your guns ablaze. Yeah. You know, whatever. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, so I'm sitting at home like, oh my God, there's an active shooter. Am I going to have to go into work because all my nurse friends are going to be so fucking traumatized that they yeah. can't work the rest of their shift? That yeah. was,
1: that was my dread. So yeah. sorry. It's awful that this is like a thing. And I feel like, honestly, I know this was like a misunderstanding and miscommunication, but like this has happened. And it was like, yeah. I think a year ago from that time that in, not Kansas, I forget what state it was in, but there was a guy who shot up a hospital. So it's not. It's, not, oh, it's Oklahoma. like Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah, okay, okay. yeah.
0: I have a friend that worked at that hospital. Yeah. Uh huh.
1: And I mean, where I used to work, like years ago, it was before I worked there. But you know, there was there's irate people. People. I mean,
0: even remember during COVID, we had that guy that was threatening to yes, come in and ICU. kill all the ICU nurses. Yes. Yeah.
1: During COVID. But yeah, I mean, I, like, where I used to work, and this is, like, pre-pandemic, pre-anything, it was just, like, a guy who had his mom in the hospital, but she was doing a very risky surgery, probably shouldn't have ever gone under surgery, passed away during surgery, and the son came in and was looking for the surgeon specifically and killed him. And... Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's, it's, that was before I was even a nurse, but still, it's just, like... These things can happen, that's the point. A hospital is not a safe place for... Like, it, it's, just, it's not any different than a school, a supermarket. Like, it can happen anywhere. And,
0: you know, when hospitals can be the source of a lot of emotional... Yeah, like, absolutely. Like, suffrage. Absolutely. And so, and that's, I feel like, a, a driving factor in what can lead people to do, like, really stupid things. I know. So, yes. I mean, and it, like, is it, is it, like... Too much to ask for hospitals to have metal detectors. Too much to ask for there to be more security at the entrances of hospitals and stuff. Like, to go into our emergency room, you have to go through a metal Metal detector. detector. But that's it. Like, you can also enter the emergency room doors and deter from the metal detector a different way. Mm
1: -hmm. Like, I just... Yeah. I mean... It just sucks because I feel like that's a very slippery slope because especially after, like, just what's been going on in the world, I feel like people don't like to be told, like, what to do or what they can't have. Yeah. And it's like, Jesus Christ, like, this is for the safety because, unfortunately, there are people who will do bad things. And it's like, yeah, everyone else has to pay for it. But it's like, you're make, you're going to make a big stink. It's like, why are you making a big stink if you have nothing to worry about? If yeah. you're not actually carrying a weapon, why are you flipping shit? Like, go through a metal detector so your loved one doesn't get hurt. Right. Because people are crazy. People have gotten crazier. But also like it, you know, um,
0: we get patients in the ER that are like having a psychotic break and what happens if that patient had a weapon on them Yeah, and they're in the middle of a psychotic episode. Yeah. Like those patients don't really realize what the hell is going on. Yeah. Like they don't really realize they do not have the capacity to actually think about, the consequences yeah. to their actions at that time right. yeah so i mean yeah whatever i know I, i'm glad that it was nothing I'm, i know. i was that was my day to sleep in and you guys <laughs> fucking ruined it so That's thanks tr-
1: thanks, for, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> thanks for that <laughs> um, no name <laughs> Um, but let's not talk about the day-to-day physical abuse we also get on the floor <laughs> because my last shift actually as charge, were you there? Yes, you were yeah. there. It was the two rooms, like two doors from each other. We were restraining one and oh, one, oh, my God. oh <laughs> I'm just gonna say the last forty minutes of my shift. I thought I was gonna have like,
0: oh my god! I figured out where it was from. So she was she was calling out like, Mary Lou, where are you, Mary Lou, for forty two minutes Here it is, straight. Are you ready, Marianne? Marianne from Alice in Wonderland, yeah. the White Rabbit walking oh.
1: through the house. That's what her. Okay, voice I was gonna say I was like you. I have heard something like this, but. It was, I mean, she was referring to, like, someone who's supposed to pick her up, but goddamn, Oh, sorry. Yeah. I
0: mean, those two patients sundowned, like, at the exact, exact same, same time, time, and it was just a giant shit show.
1: Yeah, and, um, this patient who was yelling, Mary Lou, where are you, for 42 minutes, prior to that, mind you, very confused, so you gotta be a little more patient, but she told me her husband was, and I'm, I know we live in a military state but i'm not good with uh military positions but let's just say for example she said my husband was i think like lieutenant he was a colonel. colonel or yeah, something yeah. and she's like and you will treat me as such and i just <laughs> i couldn't anymore <laughs> with this lady's like backtalk me and i was like oh were you lieutenant colonel my husband i was like okay okay and i'm not like but you you hear people say that all the time. They're like, My husband is XYZ, so you will treat me as yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, were
0: you. Yeah. I, I is... feel like it's especially like like the older, like, military generation. And, and don't get me wrong, like I am very respectful to of our course. our military personnel. Oh, yeah. But like the, the like the older military men too. Like I just feel like they have like um they bark orders and they expect things to get done. Yeah. You know, that's that's the career position that they held like yeah, they were used to that but like sir you are now in my realm Yeah. like you just don't get to like yell things at me or demand things and it's just gonna happen but all don't the time. be a dick to me but, absolutely yeah. absolutely that's ultimately what comes down absolutely. to absolutely and this
1: is to even non-militaries don't be a dick to healthcare workers a dick, or anybody period. just yeah.
0: don't be an awful human
1: can I say too? Just going back to restraints, I had never heard of a posy bed until I moved to Colorado. Really? Never. You I didn't never have seen posy one? beds in no. Boston. No, I mean not that I had ever used, but interesting.
0: When I talk about posy beds to non-medical people, <laughs> they are just like what? <laughs> it's
1: a it's giant like,
0: crimp looking the, up <laughs> that they uh, like. It, like what? What happens? They just like bounce around in there? Zip
1: and clip. Zip yeah. and clip. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. That's yeah. I never
1: heard of one, but Um, I got really good at tying restraints since I became a nurse. Yeah. Well, you got to teach it for a while. Yeah. So that's cool. So that's fun. Yeah. But yeah. Um, abuse is not ten out of ten. Don't recommend. No. No, Uh. uh, Yeah. No. And you know it's horrible because a lot of like the abusive patients are demented patients. So Uh it's very hard, and they don't know where they are, and they're unfamiliar people. But like. Sure. Oh, man, it's rough. For you sure. You get bit.
0: Yeah. Hit. And that's, like, I just feel like, like, nursing medical jobs in general are these jobs where you can, like, come home from work and just be like, oh, yeah, I got punched today. And it's, like, no fucking big deal. yeah. And it's, it definitely should not be like that, but can we? it's, yeah, yeah. it's obviously, like, that should never happen to a, pa- like, when a patient is not
1: demented of any kind. Can I talk about... Uh, <laughs> this is gonna be one of our, uh, one of the titles for our podcast. Maybe this one. Uh, my best friend pulled a knife on me. My- <laughs> uh, we had a patient that was a long time stayer, just waiting for placement to a rehab or a skilled nursing faci- facility. And I was charged, and we were like buddy buddy that day. Yeah, she was. She was like, complimenting me left and right. Yes, I was she feeling loved. You. Good. Yeah. Um and yeah and that was all day and I don't know if she even more sundown because she was she was confused and I don't know if she got more confused at the end of the shift so I walked into her room cuz I don't know why. No, was it now. was dinner time. It
0: was it dinner was. time. And she kept standing up. Yes. So she had a posy bed. Yeah. But we couldn't, like, keep her in it because she would, like, start screaming yeah. during the day. So we, like, had her at the nurse's station most of the day, but we put her in her room and she had a chair alarm. Yeah. For dinner. But she kept, like, trying to stand yeah. up. So you went in there. And
1: I went in there and I noticed that one of our work phones was on her table and she, and then she picked it up and I was like, hey, I was like, oh, can you pass me that phone? Like, that's actually one of our my coworkers' phones. Like, whatever. And, and so she was like, became like irate. No, you can't have that. Don't you dare touch me. And I was like, I'm just trying to get the phone. I was like, why don't you sit down? Like your dinner's here. I can set it up for you. And I'm like fixing her tail or something. And I turn around and she's pointing a butter knife at me. (laughs) With sunglasses on. (laughs) Inside the hospital. At 6 p.m. (laughs) But I was, like, I came out, and I was, like, so she pulled a knife on me, and then Kendra and I started laughing, and this was, like, we've been planning this podcast for a very long time, so we were, like, oh, like, we could make that one of our, we were in the cafeteria the next day. I was, like, so my friend, my best friend pulled a knife on me, <laughs> and, I'm like, that's how you really draw the people in and get a story, but, yeah, I was, like, wow, wow went me all day. Like, that's gaslighting, and then you pull Absolutely. a knife on Absolutely.
0: The audacity.
1: Yeah. So, Yeah. It's a very interesting place to work.
0: For sure. For sure. I mean never so, adult. Never a dull moment in yeah. the hospitals and stuff.
1: Yeah, it's but yeah, yeah. I mean that's that that was yeah. That <laughs> took Oh our, I think yeah, our Chipotle worry. is here, so we're gonna go ahead and end this episode. All right. But thank guys. you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.